Madison, I want you to do another intro for my podcast. What you want me to say? Say this. Welcome to season two of my mom podcast. Get your ish together. Believers, it's time for God's people to shine. It's your girl, host, entrepreneur, Delisa New Williams here. I need you to get ready because this is the season for the believer. For you to know that heavens are open and God hasn't closed any doors. Let's awaken and stir the word up for the believers. God's ready to gird up the believers. Make you conquerors and achievers. This ain't no game. This is season two of Get Your Ish Together podcast for who? The believers. Now let's go. Hey, hey, family. Hey, hey. Thank you for tuning in to another dope episode of Get Your Ish Together podcast for who? The Believers. I love that part. I promise y'all that's like the best part of the intro for me. For who? The Believers. (laughs) This is the podcast where dope-ish happens. And just in case you didn't know, ish stands for inner self-healing. So come on through and let's get those insides healed the right way, right away with me, your host, Delisa New Williams. Now, let's just jump right to it, okay? I mean, it's all we've been hearing. It's on the news. I'm not even on social media, so I'm really happy because I'm pretty sure everyone's timeline is being flooded with the Rona, okay? Um, A.K.A. the Corona, A.K.A. COVID-19, Okay. There's so much going on in the news right now. And, you know, even though we are believers, let's still be wise, you know, about washing our hands, sanitizing properly, taking our vitamins. Okay, get you some of that good elderberry, some elderberry, some echinacea, some zinc. Get your vitamin C up. Okay, so we can build our immune systems. This is not the time to brush this thing off. You know, like I was in the grocery store the other day and this man came in and he was like, it's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy, y'all. I'm just trying to tell y'all the government is just conspiring around y'all, you know, and it ain't going to hit me. And I pray it won't in Jesus name, you know, and I know it won't. I'm telling y'all, I believe it by faith that it's not going to hit you or I who is listening. I, I decree it and declare it in Jesus' name. How to the ever. <laughs> okay, let's be clever. You know I got you know I got drop some dope rhymes for you. Let's be cautious, okay? Because I want y'all to be good, real good, okay? I was even supposed to fly to New York for an event. And my husband, baby, he shut that down. He was like, y'all know my husband is a paramedic, so he is not playing with this. Okay. He said, no. And I was sad. I'm not going to lie, y'all. My feelings was hurt. (laughs) I was a little sad, but I get it. You know, I'm a mother, wife. I got family and friends who love me dearly. So leaving my home right now is just not truly the most wisest decision for me. And honestly, even when I got there, okay, I probably was going to be stuck because even though we made this decision weeks ago, now it's getting closer to the date. And, you know, I would have bought my ticket and hotel and all of that. I would have been out of money. But um, 
the event actually is canceled, you know? So, but I, I just can't even imagine if I had decided to go, or even if I was caught in the midst of this, having to be quarantined for two weeks, you know, away from my family, like that's just utterly terrifying. So, you know, just please be wise. Let's make smart decisions. Okay. Listen, Linda, listen, because just like the title of today's episode, you don't know everything. You, you just don't, you do not know everything. Okay. And let me tell you, I don't even know if the title is going to be that <laughs> by the end of this episode when I finish recording, because honestly, today's episode is kind of like a flow as you go. Okay. Go as you flow type of episode. I'm just, I'm just flowing. Okay. The kids are out. They're at home. I'm trying to work. I'm trying to write. I'm trying to record. And in the midst of that, I'm fighting um, breaking up fights between kids because they want to play with this toy. Kids are hungry every 15 minutes. I don't know what this is about. I told them if they touch another thing in my refrigerator, it's going to be a murder. Okay. So <laughs> it's just a type of flow as you go. And I'm not sure if I'm really feeling that title. So I'm going to let God be God. So like I said, hey, you don't know everything. Trust me. I don't either. Okay. And that's why I have to rely on the big man upstairs who is all knowing. Okay. He knows it all. And for years, I'm going to just dive right into this testimony of mine. Um, I dealt with the spirit of perfection, heavy, heavy. And it even still tries to creep in from time to time. You know, I have to shut it down and be like, okay, I know this is just not God. We're going to get it done. We're going to do it. Um, and it started when I was a child, you know, always getting good grades, always being on the honor roll. And I just always had the answer. And neither was wrong. Like neither one of those um, situations, they weren't wrong. You know, me getting good grades, that wasn't bad. You know, me being on the honor roll, it wasn't bad. But when you feel like your good grades come from you being smart and having the answer all the time, you know, versus you giving the glory to God, that's a huge problem. And I even have to teach my kids that today that, yes, you're smart. Yes, you get good grades, but that's only because God's light is shining on the inside of you. Okay. Like don't get it twisted. It's, it's, yeah, you studied and yeah, you know, but just because you studied didn't mean that you had to remember everything and everything was going to come to your brain right in the moment. Like you could be one of those people that frees up in the midst of tests. No, we're going to give God the glory and know that he gave you those answers in that moment. And that's why you got that good grade. So that's God's blessing you with wisdom and knowledge. He gave you the answer, boo, not you. Because I don't want my kids, you know, to be like me when I was growing up, hard-headed. <laughs> you know, we're just going to call it what it is. You know, you hard-headed too. You was hard-headed. You didn't have some hard-headed moments. Don't just, don't just think this pick on Delisa Day, boo. You know, but I didn't listen to anybody. I really didn't. You know, my grandmother would say to me all the time, a hard head makes a soft behind. That's why y'all said it with me. <laughs> Meaning that my actions or, you know, not listening is going to give me a whooping. And even though I didn't get plenty of whoopings growing up, but declaring me hard headed and confessing it over my life, probably, 
you know, really didn't help either. So if you're listening, watch those confessions that you say over your children. Now, however, on the contrary, there's this saying that my old pastor, he used to say all the time, eat the fish and spit out the bones. I might've said it a couple of times on some previous podcasts, but when I first heard it many, many years ago, it stuck with me. And now I try to listen and accept correction, wisdom, guidance, whenever and with whomever. Do you understand me? Okay. I don't care if it is a dope thing, crackhead, crack addict, whatever, okay, that wants to come to me and give me a word and even pray for me, by all means, go ahead. It doesn't matter what the person's life look like. Listen, pray about it, and God will give you the peace concerning it if and only if you're open to receiving it. Now, I said um, a couple weeks ago, you know, I did the two-part episode, Stewardship with Friends with my BFF to the F to the F, Hezbo Miller, and we mentioned on there that this is Women's Month, right? This is a dope month. I mean, like you and I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for a woman, okay? You know, Tupac said it best. You know, we all came from a woman, got our name from a woman, okay? So I want to introduce to you, okay, Two of my favorite ladies in the Bible. Give it up, give it up. Bring it to the stage, Naomi and Ruth, 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 okay? Those are my two favorite. Oh, my God. Like, I mean, I got a lot of favorites in the Bible, but I love Naomi and Ruth, honestly. And I know you probably have heard a lot about Ruth, how she met Boaz. I even saw some shirts, and you all know I got a shirt company. But I saw some that said, I'm waiting for Boaz, not your ass. <laughs> and it's spelled Y-O-A-Z, okay? That's how it's spelled. So, honestly, it's hilarious, okay? So, excuse me if, if, if my little yo ass, you know, messed you up or whatever. But I promise you, it's hilarious if you ever seen no shirts. I crack up every time I see it. But anywho... Naomi and Ruth's story plays an important part in the Bible, like literally, I'll share it with you later on, but it's really one of the most like, I don't know, detailed and like without Ruth, there will be, oh, I, I just had to tell you later on, but anyway, but I'm gonna just give you a little background with this dope message. Now, Naomi was Ruth's mother-in-law, okay? Naomi had two sons, and both of her sons, they married sisters, Ruth and Orpah. Not Oprah Winfrey, Orpah. Maybe that's where she got her name from. They probably just switched the R and the P, okay? But Naomi lost both her sons and her husband, so now she's a widow, and she ain't got no kids at all. Now, at this point, Naomi is feeling lost like most of us would, okay? You take my husband, my kids, like, how do I go on living, okay? Well, there's, you know... That's that's just like what's going on with her. That's her mindset right now. Okay. Now she was broken and brokenhearted. She was in such a state of depression that she was going to go back to the land from which she came from, but she wanted the people to call her Mara because God had made her life bitter. Now, you know that's messed up when depression and hopelessness just makes you want to change your whole name. Okay. So, you know, right when she was going to go back, Ruth and Orpah they were going to go with her because at this point now, you know, they ain't got no husbands and they don't have anybody either. But Naomi shut them down and she shut them down like, nah, y'all ain't coming with me. Y'all go do what y'all want to do. And Ruth's sister, Orpah, she walked away, but Ruth begged. 
and begged and begged some more. Okay. If you've ever seen a picture, I remember seeing like, you know, um, graphics of Ruth and Naomi in this particular scene. And I remember seeing one where like Orpah was kind of walking away and Ruth was on her knees, you know, begging. Now, I don't know how true that was, but every time I read this, that's what I think of. I just see Ruth on her knees, you know, begging and Naomi, you know, just kind of like trying to pull away from her. Now, if y'all listening, I'm going to tell you about your girl, okay? I ain't begging nobody for ish, okay? That's what y'all saying. Y'all like, I ain't about to beg nobody for ish. And your ish don't mean in the self-healing. Yours means sugar, honey, iced tea, okay? And honestly, I can't necessarily say if I would have been Ruth because I probably would have been like Orpah. Because once you reject me and tell me, no, nah, I'm done. About to go begging for you and checking for you, boo. Like you said what you said, and I want to respect that. I respect your wishes, but it makes me question like, what was going on with Ruth that she was so persistent and kept fighting? And I like to think it had a lot to do with where she originally came from, you know. She probably knew like it wasn't nothing for her. You know, I, I ain't about to go back to that. I left that place for a reason. And, and she broke down and shared the most beautiful, heartfelt words to her. And it's over in Ruth 116. It says, don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go. And where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people and your God, my God. Let me tell y'all, I said those words to my husband on our wedding day almost 10 years ago in front of all of our family and friends because I wanted him to know I will go with him whenever, wherever, how to the ever <laughs> because I love and trust him that much. So like I said, let me tell y'all, me and Ruth, we've been girls for a long time, okay? Hey, I wanted to... Let you all, you know, know that sometimes you got to learn from people. You know, you got to push your feelings and your pride, your ego. You know, I had to push my wants aside to stay connected to who God wanted me to because there was purpose lying on the other side of this thing. And Ruth wasn't discouraged by Naomi's words of hurt and pain because she knew the place in which those hurtful words came from. See, Naomi had lost faith. She had just lost her husband and son. So she was in the pits, okay, deep down in the pits. Therefore, Ruth wasn't paying attention to Naomi's hurt. She was connected to her Holy Spirit. You, you get it? Not, not the H hurt, but the H Holy Spirit, and I know that's hard. It is. It's really hard to not be affected by people's words when they say them out of hurt and you know they know God. So why they sound so dumb? <laughs> okay, but 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 hey, Ruth wasn't on that. She wasn't saying, okay, come on, Naomi, you tripping right now. She was just like, listen, I ain't affected by this, this at all, okay? You keep on saying what you're going to say, but I'm going to keep on begging. She was vulnerable, naked, and unashamed, begging this woman to go with her. She wasn't fixated on her, her words. Heck, she was her too. But she ignored it and kept pushing towards her purpose. I believe it was in that moment that she realized she didn't know everything. I used to think it was because she didn't want to be alone, but that wasn't true because she could have easily gone with her sister and been gone with the wind fabulous, okay? You know, really, not really, but... It had nothing to do with loneliness, but everything to do with her purpose. That girl, Ruth, honey, 
she was smart, kind, and important because she understood what some of us don't even get today. Ruth knew one thing for sure. She didn't know everything. She didn't have all the answers, and she was okay with leaving everything behind and following Naomi. I mean, willingly following her to wherever. See, while she was with Naomi, when Naomi was good in her life, with her two sons and when her husband was alive, Ruth remembered seeing this woman, this woman uh, named Naomi blessed by a God that she didn't even know yet. You know, she didn't even know God the way Naomi got, but she saw God. Because of Naomi, Ruth experienced God through her. So now calamity has happened. The most catastrophic thing in the world has just shaken your entire world upside down. And you just forget about God? No. Ruth remembered Naomi's God even if she didn't. And honestly, right now, so much is happening in our world. The schools are shutting down. Jobs are closing. Concerts and trips are canceled. Like it just doesn't seem real. And the the death toll is rising. More and more people are being infected. But you don't know everything. You can't cancel out who God has been put, um, has been to you thus far. Because it may appear as if he's not there. (laughs) No. You need to channel that roof spirit and not give up. Press harder. Push farther. And keep going believing that God knows it all. Therefore, you don't have to, boo. God did not create you so that you can do life alone. Nope. Who is God saying you need to hold close to right now? Ruth wanted to be side by side with her, even when Naomi was just in pain and hurt. You know what I'm saying? Ruth overlooked it all and held close. It appeared like Naomi didn't want Ruth, and maybe she did in that moment. I mean, who knows? But whose name is God calling you to? And if you know that something isn't right and they're pushing you off, try harder. Pray about it. Put it in God's hands. That person may have the wisdom, know-how, and knowledge concerning something that you very well will need someday. Don't count them out. We'll look at... um. You know, we'll look at someone and not listen to their wisdom or Holy Ghost because you're looking at the outward situation. Don't miss out on on getting closer to your future because you're looking at the wrong thing, focusing on the mess and not the message within, honey, because we all got a little mess. Right now, I'm in a foreclosure situation with my house. And it shut me down for a while. Now, y'all know your girl, Dina Williams, is uh, keeps it 100 on, on the podcast, okay? I am not the podcaster. It's going to come before you and be like, oh, my gosh. Yes, everything is great. This is what I'm going through. No, I keeps it 100. I gave my life to the Lord. I gave this podcast, my writings, everything, my family, our marriage. And we keep it 100. And it was prophesied to us that... Our gift, me and my husband's gift, is the gift of transparency. And people will be set free and people will, um, their lives will be transformed, you know, from our transparency when other people will hold tight to what they're going through. We we let it go because we know that God's going to get the glory out of it. And even in this, you know, foreclosure situation, I was like Ruth. I counted myself out of the race. <laughs> I did. 
I didn't want to handle money, talk about money, or even spend money because I just felt really bad inside because of what happened to us. I'm like, I did everything right. I bought my first property at 25 years old. I paid my car off in three and a half years when the loan was for six, honey. I was a pay my bills on time credit score 720 go get up, okay? And your girl tabbed, okay, like clockwork. It wasn't nothing to it but to do it for me. Paying my tithes was a no-brainer, okay? So when my tenant who stayed on the first floor stopped paying her rent, on top of my husband and I trying to keep our own sales from financially drowning, we just couldn't consistently make the payments because money was so scarce. I doubted myself. I doubted the fact that I am amazing at budgeting saving money, opening up high interest accounts, CDs. I felt like, why would anybody listen to me about money when I'm in this situation? Pretty much like how Ruth felt. She was a married woman who had two sons and they went and became husbands. Like that's something to be proud of. You know, when you a mother and you got children that are, you know, married and they're upstanding um, husbands and wives, you know, that's something that you 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 clap for, okay? Because everybody ain't living that life. Everybody ain't trying to trust the covenant life. So that was something to be very proud of. And then when disaster happened, Ruth was like, what is this? Why would anybody want to follow me and listen to me? What do I have to offer? Trust me. I know, Naomi. Do not count yourself out because so much is going on right now in your life with your family, with your finances. Heck, even the world. Just because you lost your car and it was repo doesn't mean you still can't drive. Just because life has hit you hard in your businesses, with your job, it doesn't mean that you need to stop living. I believe God is looking to uplift and, and put his girls, God's girls, on the forefront for the world to see his glory. If Ruth had walked away like her sister Orpa, we wouldn't even have a book of Ruth right now, okay? Because you sure don't see any book of Orpa, okay? Keep on flipping, okay? Keep flipping for those who don't know their books of the Bible. Ain't no book of Orpa up in there, okay? Ruth followed Naomi to her homeland and adhered to every instruction Naomi gave her. She never questioned her. She never disobeyed anything she told her, even when it didn't make sense to her. She listened and trusted every single word that came out that woman's mouth. That's the type of woman we need to be, okay? Women, if you're listening. And if you're a man, this is the type of woman you need in your life. Women that know God and follow God, period. So to my Naomi's out there, we gonna get our ish together and know that we can't cut ourselves out and, and count ourselves out just because things didn't work out the way we intended them to be. We have to know that even in what's messed up is part of his divine plan. And for my roof that's listening, don't count people out regardless of what they've been through or even if they're going through something right now. God got you connected to them for a reason, boo. See, if Ruth didn't push past her pride and what she saw in the natural and following Naomi's instructions, she wouldn't be the great-grandmother of David. And we all know that King David was in the lineage of Jesus Christ. See, yeah, that's what I was saying for y'all. <laughs> now, that's what's up, okay? Ruth. 
somebody who was going to be counted out, okay, who, who if she had listened to her sister Orpa, was going to walk away, this woman would not be in the lineage of Jesus Christ. Do you hear me? Do not let what your natural eyes see forfeit you from the purposes and promises of God that you can't see right now. Even with what's going on right now in the world, our natural eyes are seeing empty shelves. We got vacant streets out here, okay? It was absolutely no traffic yesterday getting my kids, okay? Churches are being shut down. The death tolls are rising. Now, that's what we can see. But what we can't see, we can't see that, that, that good thing called faith. Faith that opportunities are going to be birthed from this. Families are going to to be healed and be restored. Relationships, honey, they're going to be repaired and the economy will soar. Believers, God shall do the impossible, unthinkable and unimaginable from this. Watch. So stay close. I pray you're safe and protected in this season because remember, believers, it's only for a season. That help will come from every direction of the wind that blows in your life. I pray that God will calm every storm and that your spirit of discernment will be heightened in this season. Okay? Every need of yours shall be met and supplied in Jesus' name. You are covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. I love you with the love of Jesus. God over Corona all day, every day. And I'm out. Hey, believers, thank you for tuning in to another dope episode of Get Your Ish Together Podcast. I pray this episode had you stirred up and put that word up in you, because I came to set the people free, y'all. <laughs> I ain't got no time to play. Make sure you subscribe, follow, and rate this podcast. Rate it, boo. Share it with your peeps, because your girl is on iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as wherever podcasts are heard. Until next time, I love you with the love of Jesus. Dinu Williams signing off, and I'm out. Mwah. Now let's jam. Mm, uh, uh. Hey. Mm, 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 mm. We gotta get our ish together. 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 Get our ish together. We gotta get our ish together. We gotta get our ish together. Boom, 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 bo